When you need the best advice in life, do you resource yourself up or down? And does it really even matter? Well, knowing who to ask is the key to success, and you're about to be given a whole keychain full of them. Welcome to the show. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Two women, one mission to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon. And Ray Brent, and welcome back to Breaking Through the BS. Well, Ray, it's great to be back. It certainly is, Pauline. Well, a few weeks ago, Ray, or a few episodes ago, you gave some of your very valuable army experience, and today I thought I'd share a bit of my army experience and expertise. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, I know, because, you know, (laughs) why wouldn't I? Well... Today I'm going to share something that I learned very quickly when I was a young lieutenant when I joined the army because I'm not sure if people understand the way I joined the army because I was already a registered nurse so I was a a trade or a profession that the army needed straight away and so rather than send me off to military college for a year or two years or 18 months, however long it is, see I don't even know, I've totally wiped that part of my life out. what they did was I rocked up to recruiting, like went through the whole selection criteria and that took quite a while. And then um, I rocked up to recruiting, swore on the Bible, and then the very next day I was off on my adventure. I'm going on an adventure down <laughs> to, to my unit. To army camp. <laughs> to a unit, a full-blown active unit with a an army um, what do you call it, an army trunk full of bits and pieces of uniform that I didn't know how to put together. I, for some reason, and this was probably a, a stroke of genius, I didn't even attempt to put myself in uniform to march into my unit. I just simply wore a nice frock, a nice summer frock. You wore a frock? Yes, court shoes. I was quite respectable, darling, because I was an officer, remember? Oh, yes. Pip, pip, tally-ho and all that. Yeah, we have to look the part, don't you? So I thought, if I'm not going to wear my uniform, if I'm going to get in trouble, I'm going to look nice while I'm doing it. Yeah, and it (laughs) it makes it easier to eat cucumber sandwiches with the crusts cut off. That's exactly right, darling. She still does this officer OR thing, other ranks. But anyway, so I rock up to my unit with everything all, you know, discombobulated. Nothing even looks like uniform. And so in that moment, I learned a very valuable lesson, and that is how to resource myself appropriately when I want information. Yes, appropriately. Yes, because uh, you can resource yourself up or you can resource yourself sideways and down. And sideways and down is not a pleasant experience because what happens, it's very much a case of the blind leading the blind. What I mean by resourcing yourself down, well, in the army there's a rank structure and there's two kind of, what would you call them? Streams. Two streams. And 
One's full of enlisted enlisted people. People, yep. Yep. And so they're the ones that, in the army, they would go through basic training and work their way up from anywhere between apprentice, private, all the way up to then warrant officer, warrant officer class one, which is the king of the crap. Yeah, king yeah. of the shits. All right, well, you can put an E on this. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, they're, they're the king of the shits. In the other stream, you've got the officers. So they're, they're, they're commissioned, commissioned by the queen. by the queen. So thank you very much, Your Majesty, for, you know, letting me in the army. Anyway, so I, um, I walked in and I got a queen's commission, right? So what that means is that you go in as a lieutenant and you can work your way up to, well, maybe brigadier general, general, major general, lieutenant general. Sounds like bubba gum. Got, you know. <laughs> but anyway, you got generals with lieutenants and anyway but and everything in between right so i started as a lieutenant which is basically the shit of the kings yeah <laughs> so you know you place very much in in this in this scheme of things now when i joined the army or actually because i i don't know i just had some common sense and like i guess my dad was in the navy so he said you know just watch who you trust so I didn't trust people willy-nilly. And I know that a lot of my lieutenant buddies, when they first went through the same experience as I did, they marched into the unit, they tried to put their uniform together, or they trusted someone to put them together, so they rocked up on the doorstep of the unit looking like a dog's breakfast with their badges upside down, their pips on the wrong way, and all this sort of stuff, and they just looked hideous. But then when they got to the unit, they trusted people they shouldn't have and they resourced themselves down and asked the privates for information. And the privates didn't like officers. No, so it was a game. They basically played the most heinous tricks on these, I won't say young lieutenants because some of them were actually kind of like, and it's not old in the scheme of where I am in my life now, but where, when I was um, young, as a like 21, 22-year-old, these guys were like in their 30s. So these, let's just say newbie lieutenants, trusted the privates to tell them. Or the other way, so that's they resourced themselves down and they came a cropper because of it. Or what they would do is they would resource themselves sideways to their the peer group. Peers, yep. And if their peer group didn't know, because no one bothered to ask or thought to ask or too um, embarrassed, too afraid. well, it's not really embarrassed. They just are too afraid that they're going to look stupid. And we all know that thing about there's no such thing as a stupid question. It's just stupid people. Isn't that how it goes? No, <laughs> maybe not the stupid people bit. But um, so what happens there is that they would ask the wrong people. They would ask sideways. And then it's the case of the blind leading the blind. So they all look like idiots because no one's asked the right people. They've not resourced themselves up. Well, they haven't asked people that actually would have the the right answer. And that is exactly resourcing yourself up. So although they've um, they've resourced themselves sideways to like peer to peer, they're all making the same mistakes. And although we think that there's safety in numbers, looking like an idiot en masse doesn't mean that you're not an idiot. You all are. So that's what I learned in the army was if you wanted to know the right answer, you had to ask the right people. And so for me, I learned very quickly the concept of resourcing yourself up. 
And so if I wanted to know how to put my uniform together, I would ask the senior NCOs who are the sergeants and the warrant officers, although they're in a different stream than me, um, they were the people that had 10, 15 years experience wearing the uniform. And generally, although they didn't like officers, they certainly didn't want you to look like an idiot because you know why? They'd get in trouble. It reflected on them. So it was in their best interests to help you look good. But also the other thing is that people don't realise that when a lieutenant joins the army and you muck them around, as people go up the rank structure, uh, when I got up to major, some of the privates that had tried to dick me around when I was a lieutenant, I met up with them when when they were sergeants and corporals and I just didn't give them, you know, a, a good ride. Whereas people who did try to help me, it's kind of like that saying, you know, don't um, be nice to the people on the way up because you're going to meet them again on the way down. Exactly, exactly right. Thanks, Ray. Um, you you nailed it. Just be nice to people, and that's what I, I used to say to the the medics and the um, other ranks was, you know, piss me off now as a lieutenant, and and make my life hell now, and I'm sure I'll make your life hell later because I will know the difference. Right now, I don't know the difference, but when I do, watch out. And true to my word, you know, I'm not a vicious or vindictive person, but here's the thing about life. If someone's nice to you, you're going to help them, aren't you? Absolutely. If someone's been nasty to you, you're not going to help them. No, so, just do the bare minimum. Exactly. So, um, you know, if, if it's um, someone that's been nice to you is up for a promotion and someone who's not been nice to you is up for a promotion and you, you have to choose between the two of them, you know, you know which one's going to win. So resourcing yourself up was um, a tactic that I used in the army that really helped me out a lot because I would just ask the right people the right questions and I'd get the right information. So that's why you need to know who to ask. Otherwise, um, you just get lumped with the wrong information. Now, how does that help you in your day-to-day life? Well, glad you asked because it can help you in business. Hang on, Pauline. (laughs) Sounds like a great piece of advice, but can you go into any more detail for me? Yeah, like as in how you could use it in your everyday life outside of the army? Yes, how, how could you use this in everyday life outside of the army? Like for in business, for instance. Well, I'm glad you asked, Ray. That's a very good question. The way I've used it outside of the military is to access the right people. Uh, what I do is I've accessed the right mentors. Um, what I see is a lot of times is that people like the whole peer review kind of thing. And now there's nothing wrong with that as long as there are people in your peer group that are experienced more than you. And that's the thing about it. When you resource yourself up, you're resourcing yourself to people who have more experience at what you want to know about. So if I'm going to get someone to critique my copy, it will be someone who knows more about copy than I do or more about the industry that I'm writing for than I do. So I'm selective with who I choose based on the way I want to resource myself. Now, I've been in quite a few copywriting programs where we all started en masse, and so it looks like a whole group of newbies marching in, you know, like I did with those lieutenants off the street. But what we all brought with us was experience from other places, 
which is valuable, but it wasn't relevant to the army. Like, you know, I was a an ER nurse, so I was into trauma. So what's ER mean? Uh, emergency room. Very good. Um, I was a, a trauma nurse. Then there are other people who had different types of training as nurses. So, yeah, if we were talking about nurses and critiquing each other's work as nurses, that would have been really great. But we were all en masse in the army and none of us knew how to be an officer in the army. So it had to be relevant. So that's what I want people to really understand is, you know, in everyday life, there will be people who have different experience than you. They'll have more experience at certain things than you. Now, if I want to have a really good critique of my copy, then the people who critique my copy have to be more experienced and more knowledgeable than I am. So at the moment, there's not a lot of people that I really trust critiquing my work because I've had it critiqued by people like Paris and Carlene and A-listers. So um, that that is what I will call resourcing myself up. Now, if I get a newbie um, copywriter to critique my work on the copywriting you know, principles and things that I'm doing, then that's not going to work. I'm not going to develop and my, my clients will not get the, the right resources. Mentors is another big one, Ray, is that I've, I've um, basically been the embodiment of this resourcing up to get mentors that are more qualified and more experienced. They've got more expertise and more knowledge than I do. Yeah, and they're, they're doing do. what you want to do. Exactly, but a much, much higher level. Yes. And so that's what happens is when you actually, when you resource yourself up and you get to a certain point where you are level with your mentor, then it's time to leave that mentor. Yeah, and go and find a new one. Go and find a new one. And there's nothing wrong with that because all relationships have an expiry date. So that's something to consider. So I've used that in just my day-to-day life in getting my work critiqued. Also, um, when I'm learning stuff from new teachers, um, I don't expect everyone to be, you know, hoity-toity like up the top of the, the tree for me. I'm very happy to learn from people who don't have as much time in the industry as I do, but they may be doing something better than I am. For instance, you know, there's a, a let's say there's a particular type of copy or marketing that I haven't explored but, hey, I've been copywriting for six years, they've been copywriting for two years, I'm not above myself to, you know, resource to them, but still, because they have more experience than me, I'm still resourcing myself up. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's also a case of not being the smartest person in the room. Exactly. That you're actually willing to learn from someone who's actually tested um, themselves in the market. Exactly, exactly. So that's what I'm talking about, resourcing yourself up. There's a, a heap of different occasions or situations and circumstances where you, you can have someone who's not doesn't as, appear to be as experienced as you, but you still are technically resourcing yourself up because they know more about the desired thing that you want to learn than, than yeah, yourself. Yeah, because they've niched into a specific area and just nailed that area. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Like, you know, there's a lot of copywriters that have, you know, niched into or niched into uh, emails. So, um, and some of them haven't been writing for as long as me. That's fine because they're sending out tens of thousands of emails a year. That's good. You know, I'm definitely going to listen to those people. So 
I guess today what I wanted to share was, you know, the whole concept of how to resource yourself to get the right information. And I can tell you what, when you get the right information, it will accelerate your progress. Instead of, you know, playing down at the at the kid table of, you know, the feast of life, you'll be up on the adult table. Absolutely. Eating all the good food instead of all the... (laughs) Instead of getting the scraps. The chicken nuggets and chips and stuff like that. You'd be eating the really good good food on the adult table. So that all comes down to what questions you ask, how you ask them, and who you ask them to. So always think about when you're learning something, when you're tapping into resources, always make sure you're resourcing yourself up, never down. Yeah, and also um, just to to add to that is actually doing some research before you um, ask your questions yes yeah exactly because just because you're you're resourcing yourself up to someone who's more experienced than you don't rely on taking it for granted that they're just going to give you the the answer Mm. polis bolus yeah yeah i mean from my experience when i was when i was starting in the army um I used to have a sergeant that um, would tell me, I'll answer any question that you have, but before I answer it, you've got to show me that you've gone away and looked to find the answer for yourself first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what that basically did was um, made me more responsible for finding my own answers. And resourceful. And resourceful because yeah. I knew that, okay, in the military I was in paying finances so I knew that we had manuals and um, standard operating procedures of how to how to do things so that would be my first port of call so if I went through there and then I couldn't find the answer but I thought I had something close Mm -hmm. then I could then take that to my sergeant and go hey Sarge look I haven't quite got the answer I'm looking for I think I'm close but can you point me in the right direction so I can find it yeah and depending on how busy the sergeant was, it's like, yep, go away. Uh, yeah, you're you're in the wrong manual. Um, yeah. You're close, but try this manual. Or actually, that got updated, and your your manual hasn't been updated. So, mm-hmm. hey, here's a new task for you. Go and update all the manuals for the rest of the unit. Yeah. Or things like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was a case of don't take it on merit that. Hey, I've got an answer. Just because you are. Just because I'm too lazy to actually yeah. go and look, I'm just going to um, ask the question of someone else mm. who I think is is going to know the answer. Yeah, because you don't want things to be given to you on a silver platter either. I mean, you you raised a very good point about being resourceful right there. I mean, um, one of our mentors used to talk about it's not about the resources you have, it's about how resourceful you are because I can tell you right now, just about every copywriter out there has at least five of the classic books. But I can guarantee you that less than 10% have read all of those books, five books. And that is they've got the resources and they are resourcing themselves up technically because they're really great texts to read, but they're not being resourceful because they haven't actually read them. No, and they've just become furniture in their bookshelf. Yeah, exactly right, because that's what books are. When you don't read them, they're not resources. They are furniture. 
<laughs> things to put behind you when you're on a, a, a webinar. Webinar, so you look good. Or, yep, hey, look at all my books, look at all my books that I haven't read, all pristine, they're still in their plastic. <laughs> Not a page out of place. <laughs> That's it. Alrighty, so I hope you enjoyed our insights about how you can resource yourself up, how you can accelerate your progress or progress, <laughs> as the Americans would say, um, to just help you get a handle on you know, some of the, the keys to the kingdom that are out there that can actually help you get success faster. Yeah, and it, it's not a case of looking for the next bright, shiny object or the, the newest hack or trick that's out there. It's like if you actually just go back and read the basics and master the basics, mm. you'll actually be 10, 50, 100% more experienced and better at something than someone that hasn't even attempted to look at the basics. Yeah, because you've resourced yourself up, and that's what it all comes down to. Just keep resourcing yourself up and uh, get yourself better resources, get better books, better mentors, better everything, and, yeah, onwards and upwards. Absolutely. Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you on the next call. Yep. Bye for now. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through the BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now.